All right, got some sound, and we're good, and we're live. Live? Yeah, we are live. Welcome to Coffee Regular Live on a Saturday. We're gonna give it another go with uh, everyone from Columbus Coffee Fest. So now, I just like to play the music, do a sound check, make sure we can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we gotta figure out what's gonna happen. Uh, it's all good. We had some technical difficulties yesterday, so recovering from that a little bit. It's whatever. Yeah. That's life sometimes. That's how it is, man. We're figuring yeah. out how to invite people onto live shows. Right. Which can always be a weird thing. Is this Java ready to press? It is ready to go, oh, man. Yeah. So we got the Armbar Soap Company. Armbar. Yeah. Armbar Soap Company. Uh, Armbar Soap Coffee. <laughs> yeah. The Minus. Yeah, which is impossible to find anymore. I think they have some new stuff out. Do they? Yeah. It smells tremendous. It's good stuff. I really enjoy it. Is it is just a solid coffee. Yeah, it's just super good. Mr. Oh. Ricardo sent us that, didn't he? Yep. Beautiful. There you go, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wonderful color. Yeah, it's kind of a, definitely more like a, on the tanner side, not as dark. Mm hmm. No, it's definitely a nice, like, brown. Yeah. <clears throat> it smells very chocolatey, almost. Mm hmm Yeah, it does have, it does have a, um, like, a milk chocolate kind of thing going yeah. on with it, man. I like that. Oh, yeah. That's what I need. I had some of that crazy shit earlier today. Oh. The, yeah. The Tinker stuff. Yeah. That stuff is insane. It's so that strong. That is some wild fucking coffee. It is. It is super wild. It's crazy how strong it is. It's very strong, and then the tasting notes or whatever, you know, the tastes and flavors you pick out are insane. It's like, it's something, I would compare it to like a really spicy salsa that still has flavor. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. You know what I'm saying? It's not overpowering. It's super strong, but yet there's all kinds of flavors in it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Then... Oh, 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 here we go. Hello? Hello. Hello. Hey. What's working? Yes. <laughs> oh, success. Very cool. Excellent. How are you, man? Good, good. Yeah. Sorry again about that. I did not know that I would need my uh specific, you know, headphone connection for my phone. Okay. Cool. All right. <laughs> Sorry about that. That was weird. Okay. That's okay. That's technology. Yeah. We're uh, we're getting better at the live show thing. So it's been a work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> oh sure, sure, mm. sure. Uh, so tell us more about like the sample boxes. Like what is going on with that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so, you know, obviously due to coronavirus, it's impossible to have a large uh, gathering and ensure everybody's safety. And the, the Coffee Fest has always been a very, you know, like high touch uh, kind of environment. Um, so we, we didn't want to do, you know, what we would normally do. And after brainstorming event, kind of seeing what, what you know, other events were doing, we landed on the idea of putting together a take-home experience so that people could come pick up their stuff uh, in their car, um, you know, very, very hands-free and sanitary and you're not mingling with other people uh, and take it home and be able to experience uh, the Coffee Fest as best as possible from your own home. So the, the boxes we're putting together have your mug for this year, um, 13 samples from different roasters, uh, fun surprises, things like... Um, these little uh, 
cheese uh, crackers from Snowville Creamery that are new that they're doing. Normally there are um, coffee creamer, but you can't really put coffee creamer in a, in a box and box it up for a couple of days without it going bad. Right. Um, so get, getting creative with some of that sort of stuff. Um, and then recording some videos with our different roasters, kind of talking about the roast that they're providing so that you're still able to get information directly from the source, kind of like you normally cool. sort of talk to the roasters and ask them some questions while you're at the festival. So not quite the same, but we're hoping to get back to normal next year. And this is something that, you know, if people want to support what we're doing and still have a version of the coffee fest, they can still, you know, participate in a smaller way. Yeah, it definitely keeps the interest going for the year. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we, we realize a lot of the coffee roasters have been, been hit pretty hard, too. So a lot of them can't participate in this event because we're asking them to, to create a, a lot of coffee. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think each one is probably providing around 200 to 250 pounds of coffee roasted. Wow. Um, yeah, which is similar to what they would do for the festival itself. Um, so we're trying to be very mindful of making sure that people have as much information as possible about buying more. So if they stumble upon a sample or two that they really like, they can get online, uh, order more, buy holiday gifts, you know, that now that we're getting closer to the holidays, um, and support these local roasters with, with purchases too. Oh, nice. Very nice. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a great way to do it too, especially with all the weird stuff that's going on these days. So, yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, a lot of a lot of businesses, large and small, have been hit pretty hard. But we want to make sure, you know, our, our small local businesses can weather this as best as they possibly. Definitely. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Very cool. So um, you guys just launched a uh, the mail, like the mail order option. Like you don't have yeah. to come pick it up. Yeah, we, we were debating from the beginning of whether or not we wanted to do that just because it's a lot more work and there's a cost with shipping. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone, <laughs> not not everyone, but a lot of people have gotten kind of spoiled by Amazon and Amazon Prime and free shipping mm-hmm. and stuff. And so mm-hmm. people sure. think that shipping things doesn't cost any money. But the box is kind of large and awkward and has a weight to it. And the bulk rate for the continental US is like, $21 to ship. So and that, that's bad. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's for the packaging good. and for the shipping. Right. So, you know, and then we have to pay um, credit card fees to process that. And so it, it ends up being $30 to ship it all in mm-hmm. um, on the shipping option. But we've had a couple of people from out of state that like to travel to this event and even, you know, from like Cleveland and Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to come down just to go through a drive through for 30 seconds and pick up a box. But They'll Great. get it shipped and save themselves the trip. So, so we added that, and pe- people seem to be pretty happy that we've we've added that. But more more work on our end. <laughs> sure. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. for the people that are getting it shipped to them, I think comparatively for cost, it's still cheaper mm-hmm. than coming here. Oh yeah, yeah, for so, sure. And I mean, we, yeah. we've had people as far away as like Alabama and South Carolina sending oh, us wow. emails saying like, we'd really love a shipping option. Um, a, a woman in uh, Birmingham, Alabama said that her husband was orig- originally from Columbus and they've been wanting to like make a weekend trip and come up and do the coffee festival. But they're like, you know, we can't all, you know, we're not going to come just for this. But as soon as the shipping went up, they're like, we're, we're in if we can get it delivered. That's cool, man. At least it's a good problem yeah. to have, you know, you're popular. So people want it. Yeah. Want to get it. Yeah. This, this has really been like our, our big event through Columbus Underground. We've, we've done some other, you know, really popular events like a dessert festival and we do an urban living tour. Uh, and some of these events have grown to be, you know, 
800 to 1,000 people. But the coffee festival, the very first year, I think we sold 12, like uh, maybe 1,000 or 1,200 tickets back in 2016. And oh, it's wow. just grown, grown and grown. And la- last year we had just over 5,000 uh, guests over the two-day event. So That's we awesome. were hoping to have, you know, 7,000, 7,500 this year. But mm-hmm. obviously uh, <laughs> those plans are shelved till 2021. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Next year we'll come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the coffee will be flowing still. Yeah, yeah. Is the the shipping option is something? Is that something you'll keep next year if everything's back to normal, or is that something will take away? Uh, do you think? Or we'll we'll probably just focus back on the main festival again, yeah. um, mm-hmm. just because it's kind of what we've gotten streamlined, and we've got some different ideas of new things we want to add and different experiences. Do more with like tea and. Um, did, did, did you guys go last year, the 2019 event? Yes. Yes. I think you're there. Yeah. Yep, we're that there that year. Board. Yeah. We really, um, tried mm-hmm. to add more experiences because we didn't want it to be, um, you know, something you just come, you drink coffee and you leave and there's nothing else to do. Maybe, maybe you get like a bite to eat and then you leave. Mm-hmm. And so we added the, um, like the ax throwing, uh, stuff. We had Great. poetry readings. We had live music. We had like a little history exhibit set up. We had um, the cat uh, cafe folks there, so you could play with kittens. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, one of them actually got adopted, and I think they said they made like two thousand dollars in donations that weekend. So wow, that's awesome. Yeah, for like the the humane society. So it's great. D- d- different things that you know you don't feel like you just drinking coffee and leaving. There's there's other stuff to check out. So like kind of just building like games building that community aspect of it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Make it, make it kind of fun. So definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Last year was a blast. Like we hung out and like listened to the poetry readings. I mean, we did, we did just about everything. Just about you everything. Do. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, cool. yeah. Yeah. It was a great time. Uh, um, nice. we got, and, uh, oh, so I'm trying to like remember different people that we met. So we just got some coffee from Tinker coffee out of Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah. We we tried yesterday it was great. And then Deeper Roots, their root beer coffee. Yeah. Is still in my dreams. Yeah. That's, <laughs> oh, that was incredible. Yeah. yeah. It's it's great just to have that kind of uh the variety and diversity. And you know, if you're in central Ohio, you know, you've obviously had uh Stoffs and Brioso and kind of you know the, the tried and true locals, Crimson Cup. Um and it's great to see them bringing usually like different kinds of roasts or things that you wouldn't normally see in their stores to, to experiment with. Um, but then the support we've been seeing from, you know, or the interest I should say we've been seeing from roasters in like Cleveland and Cincinnati and Indianapolis and Bowling Green and Akron. Um, they all want to come down and expose, you know, their products to new audiences. So it's, uh, it's kind of cool just to have something that, you know, something new to discover no matter how much coffee you've had. Oh yeah, it's nice that yeah. um, it's cool to have live access to it too. Like get to t- like we just like chat with people, so we right. talked to we talked to everybody about like where they're located and how they roast stuff and how they came up with this and that and yeah and that was um that made it that made it a lot of fun for the in person experience. But then just to have right. the opportunity to know about it, um, right. they're doing this show. We've discovered that there are thousands of small coffee roasters all over the world hidden away yeah but then in ohio there's so many it's like i had no idea yeah 
So. Yeah, we, we've even discovered some new ones kind of popping up, uh, you know, even this year. And one of the ones that's new in the box is uh, them yet. Hmm? Say again. Oh, no. It's cutting out again. It's cutting out again. Oh. No. <laughs> okay. You're back. You're back. Okay. Um, th there's a new roaster called Black Kahawa. It's a, a kind of a okay. one-man shop in uh, uh, Berwick. Okay. Nice. Um, and so he, he just kind of got up and running. Um, and so he's going to have his, uh, his coffee in, in the box this year. Mm. Um, only available in like one grocery store in Westerville. And he's really just doing like online sales and home delivery right now to kind of get, get up and going. Um, but yeah, I mean, even during COVID there are like new businesses getting started. So we're pretty excited to, to kind of shine a spotlight on him and show off his new stuff. Yeah. That's oh. tremendous. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah to get some of that definitely <clears throat> want to, yeah. to try it uh, yeah the, the kind of the cool thing about him and I'm, I'm sure he'd be love to be a guest doug is the, the name of the owner he um lived in uh, east africa for a number of years uh i think he said in tanzania and cool. kind of learned techniques over there and roasting coffee and kind of got some uh like some social enterprise work up and running helping to teach people how to make coffee and so the coffee, awesome. the, yeah, the green coffee that he sources comes from those countries as the techniques to show off uh, East African flavor. So it's a little bit different than what you normally see around here, and it's it's kind of cool to see the diversity. That's cool. I'll definitely check him out. Yeah, to get some of that. I love the um, the difference in coffee is yeah. something I never really thought about. Like we just got um, we're drinking some Armbar Soap Company coffee, which yeah. A company that primarily makes soap has a, a, has a, a really great coffee roast they put out every once in a while. Right. But, um, but we also got Tinker Coffee the other day, and they got we got their low their low oxygen roast. Mm -hmm. It's a natural, which I just saw that we just, we've since we were friends with them from the coffee fest. Yeah. Um, they kind of put something up on Instagram. I was like, yeah, okay, we got to try some of that, and the flavor is just out of this world nothing like like nothing i've ever had before that's awesome and so to to see someone else that's in ohio that's roasting something from east africa yeah in ways we haven't had like i'm very excited about that yeah it's it's, <laughs> it's funny like how universal it is because i um i was playing i play a lot of video games in my spare time <laughs> and uh, i was i was playing with some some people i had never met before and they were in uh sweden and so we were, we were like talking in English a little bit, but he was also talking with some other people in Swedish. And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know like any Swedish. Um, and they were talking and I heard him say coffee and they're like, oh, blah, 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 coffee. Blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I understand coffee. That's universal. And like, everyone's <laughs> kind of like laughing and like, yep, coffee is coffee no matter where you live. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. The, the one word. The one word, yeah. Even, yeah. Even tea has two different words. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been again through doing the show. It's been nice to have been exposed to so many different types of coffee and different techniques and different people's takes on it, and just so many different opinions on it. It's very cool. And I think your festival did a really cool job of bringing that shit together. So, yeah, it really, nice. it really brought that to the forefront in a really um like positive and exciting way. Yeah. Because. Even even the people say that like you know nitro cold brew has become a thing. Mm -hmm. It's more like people know what it is now. Like I was first introduced to it at Crimson Cup, mm -hmm. and um, now lots of people have it. But even at the festival last year, you had four or five different versions of it. Right. 
and they were all different and they were all good. And just to get to sample that within, you know, just under the umbrella of nitro was, um, a, just, you know, a, a very, um, open experience just cause it gave us the ability to describe flavors a little bit better, but then still have this type of coffee that is hard for us to find, but we really love, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I think it's really cool. And, you know, we've, we've traveled to a couple different kinds of coffee events around the country to just kind of see, you know, like get ideas and see what other people are doing. And, we mm-hmm. found that a lot of them are either more um, like industry type events. Like if you're in the coffee industry, you go to it more like a trade show okay. um, or they're more like very, um, you know, upscale artisan, like highbrow, like you have to be a coffee snob. And so I think what we've tried to really do a little bit differently, and maybe this is a little more reflective of just, you know, Ohio and central Ohio is that we want this to be like really approachable. Like you don't have to know everything in the world about coffee or, you know, or, or you'll feel like people want to like Definitely. teach and be a part of that. And it's just, I get yeah, you. be really open to people who are like casually just getting interested in coffee, uh, to discover new things. Uh, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I mean, I know both of us reflect that mindset. We started out as just people who liked coffee and I would say we're full on coffee snobs now. Yeah. But uh, coffee snobs that accept other people that accept everyone into, into <laughs> yeah, the fold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that seems yeah. like sort of the thing is like there was like very cut and dry. It's like, well, I'll drink Folgers because I don't understand the espresso, this, that, whatever. So like we want to kind of like erase the line and kind of get everyone into drinking good coffee. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Uh, so um, with this year, so we like when we get the box, like. Mm-hmm. Do you have um, so you definitely just sample packs, some little other extras, get the mug, but with the sample packs, do you have any like suggested ways to roast it, like suggested ways to make the coffee? Like this is really good in a French press, or this is good in a mocha pot, or you know, and do any other any of the um, coffee roasters have um, like I don't know like tutorials or suggestions on you know best ways to drink whatever they they put in there. Yeah, so we're we're providing like a little booklet uh, in with everything, so it'll there will be information about each of the roasts and kind of like information on how best to enjoy it. Um, nice. In in the video pieces that we're shooting, we're also asking the roasters those kinds of questions. Um, and so like the one that we just shot with uh, Doug from Black Kahawa, he talked about like how he likes to enjoy it at home. Um, you know what type he drinks. You know black. What type he drinks with cream. Um, so you get you get a little bit of that insight, but um, you know. I, I find that stuff is always, you know, kind of personal. I like to put a little bit of vanilla syrup in my coffee if I'm making iced coffee in the morning, just because I like the flavor. Mm-hmm. I know some people might turn their nose up at that, but it's going to do what you like. That's really yeah. good. I've done that. I do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially like in the in the summer, you know, you need a, a little mm-hmm. like cold vanilla pick me up first thing on a Saturday morning. But yeah, right. Yeah. So so we're we're trying to provide some of that information both in written form and uh, video form. <laughs> Oh, that, that is cool. That is probably my favorite thing Yeah. right now is just getting to see how other people make their coffee and enjoy it. I just, and then I get to try that and, you know, see why. So that, that really excites me. Posters kind of provide the way that they wanted to provide it. I think the majority of them are providing whole beans. So people will need to grind it at home. Um, Good. 
Stoff sells a really uh, nice affordable grinder for like $19.99. You can buy it on their website and then pick it up at their Grandview location. So I, I got one myself earlier this summer when quarantine hit because I didn't have a grinder at home. <laughs> I just have one at the oh, office. Man. Yeah. Um, so th that's highly recommended. I think, um, there's one, maybe Savorista is providing these little like packets, um, that, that are kind of a new product for them. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, there's a couple little surprises like that in the box, but for the most part, it's, it's whole, whole beans on ground. Nice. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Variety, variety is good. Yeah. Right. So, um, question for you. Um, yeah. Uh, well, have you ever had a coffee tonic? Coffee tonic, no. I mean, I've okay, had so, coffee, coffee cocktails. Okay, so this is um, so funny. This is our drink of choice as far as um, our show goes. Yeah. Um, Cold-pressed coffee, okay. fever tree Indian tonic water, and agave okay. nectar. Interesting. Oh, uh, yeah. A friend of mine sent me an article years and years ago about coffee tonics and how they were becoming a thing in Europe. Hmm. And she was like, this sounds like something you would drink. So I read the article and like started to create it. And I kind of have like a recipe now that, that Mike and I absolutely love. Nice. But um, yeah, we've, we've, we've just been trying to spread the word. So I like to ask people when they come on, if they even know what it is. Yeah, no, I've, <laughs> I've never heard that, but I'm definitely going to Google it right afterwards and try it out. See, yeah. you said it's, it's agave, that tonic water and cold brew. Yeah. You can use whatever sweetener you want. I just like agave and coffee personally. Yeah, yeah. But um, like your favorite cold brew, um, and then um, yeah, Fever Tree Indian tonic water works the best flavor wise. It is the best for whatever reason. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, yeah. Try it out. Nice. Yeah, I'll I'll give that a shot. That sounds pretty good. Super uh, good in the summer when it's super hot. So yeah, uh, yeah. I just bought. There's a um one of the co-owners of Commune, the restaurant on Parsons. Mm -hmm. Start started an oat milk company earlier this year and I got a bottle of his oat milk uh, last weekend. And so I've been doing some iced coffees and using that as a creamer nice. and you know, it's, it's not real cream or milk, you know, it definitely, definitely has like a, those like undertones of oat uh, and he sweetens it with um, Ohio maple syrup. So oh, it almost nice. doing, doing it in like an iced coffee. It almost has like a, uh, an oatmeal, like a maple oatmeal latte kind of nice. hint of flavor to it. Yeah. It's, it's definitely unique, and uh, I've, been, I've been having some of that at home lately. That sounds tremendous. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. try that. Yeah. That's, about, that's, that's the most experimental uh, coffee drink I've had in, a, yeah. in the last couple of months. Oh, that's pretty good. Now, yeah. um, our our friend at uh, Two Roasting Joe's, mm -hmm. Tom, he loves to make maple coffee, ma maple yeah. iced coffee. That He got me into putting maple syrup in coffee. Nice. And that is a uh, that is wonderful. He also concocted the lemon bean over yeah. the summer, which was like another fan favorite. Dude, yeah, the lemon bean, which is just his front porch blend, his cold brew front porch blend with lemon juice and like a and little it, simple syrup. Yeah, and that's about it. Mm. And it was tremendous. Wow. It was basically like a coffee Palmer, like an Arnold Palmer, but with coffee. It was tremendous. <laughs> it's yeah. absolutely wow. good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Two, two roasting joes. They're out of chili coffee. Um, they, nice. they come to all the farmer's markets around here though. So I oh, highly cool. recommend getting your hands on a lemon bean. Um, yeah. it will change your perception of the universe. Yeah. It's I wouldn't, I wouldn't normally think, I wouldn't think to mix those flavors, but that, yeah, I can see where that'd be good. Not at all. Yeah. I didn't think so. And yeah, my it, mind was blown. So yeah. It's <laughs> <been> amazing. <laughs> nice. So, um, 
as far as Columbus Underground goes, yeah, what else does Columbus Underground do? So our our day in and day out, we are an online local news publication. So we cover a really wide variety of topics from serious stuff like what's going on in neighborhoods to civics and politics at City Hall to transportation, development, um, to the more you know fun, frivolous, entertainment-based stuff like uh, local music, local arts, um, restaurant reviews, you know, all, all that sort of stuff, a- anything and everything. So um, we have a team of writers that produce all of that. We have some freelancers and photographers. Um, we do some video shows and podcasts and, and stuff like that too, but really kind of a, a wide slice of what's what's going on in the city um, from a, we like to think a somewhat unique and local independent uh, perspective. So that, that's kind of our, our, our day in and day out. Maybe, maybe about seven years ago, we started to do a little bit more event production. And so we've done everything from like uh, burger tastings and p- pizza events to a dessert festival, to the coffee festival. Um, we actually, um, last year, we spun out an event from the coffee festival to do a coffee beer tasting at Seventh Sun. And uh, I, I almost bought tickets to that, but I think I had to like babysit or something uh, like those. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, after it's coffee something... fest, I was ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 tried to do it um, in some early years at the coffee fest itself, but people are really there for the main event and like a beer tasting the night before just didn't really mesh that well. We'd only have like fifty people go, but once sure. we broke it out into its own event and started hosting it at Seventh Sun, I think we had six different um, local brewers working with mm-hmm. different coffee roasters to make their, their batches of beer. So you got to come in and try six different samples. And we had some other, you know, kind of fun things there like coffee, cheesecake and stuff like that. So much smaller scale. I think we had about 200 people in the upstairs in seventh sun, but um, just, you know, d- different things to do, fun things like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I love beer too. So, I mean, that's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they go together. Uh, yep. yeah, absolutely. Really good combos. Yeah. Uh, so, um, Columbus Underground is really like a local news site. How did you guys break out into a coffee fest from that? <laughs> well, we when we started with doing some event production, I, I mean, I guess even in the early days of Columbus Underground, we were hosting like uh, casual uh, happy hour hangouts. Just, you know, if you read the website and you want to meet up with some other people, make some friends, you know, come out to this place and we'll have some food and drinks and stuff and people can hang out. Um, we did those kinds of events for a while and would usually have, um, but we did them for like five or six years and we kind of got tired of doing that ever since. Oh, Uh-oh. lost you for a sec. Well, together. Dang it. Ah, you're back. Oh. Uh, okay. You're back. Can you hear me now? Okay, yeah, cool. we can hear you. Yeah, so I mean, the yeah, gr- growing the events into larger festivals kind of made sense uh, because it allowed us to work with some different sponsors and partners and event production people that wanted to do things to a larger scale, um, and it also allowed us mm-hmm. to be able to um, writing about on a daily basis and turn it into something experiential for our readers. So, you know, we, we write about new coffee shops opening. We write profiles on local roasters and things like that. But you don't really get to try it just by reading about it. So it's kind of a nice thing for that. And we, we've always um, believed in having the news available for free. 
So we've never had a paywall. Uh, you can always access you know any article on Columbus Underground for free. So being able to say, hey, you know, if you want to support local news, um, buy a ticket to an event like the Coffee Festival, and that supports local journalism. So it's made it kind of a, a nice opt-in model instead of putting up a paywall and saying, sorry, you can't read this unless you pay us a certain amount per month. Oh, nice. For sure, that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you got, Mike? Yeah. I mean, so now I'm just get into like more like personal questions. Like, do you have any favorite roasts, beans, techniques, anything with coffee? Um, I I'm pretty um, casual and informal on my coffee consumption. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I pretty exclusively buy local roasts uh, a lot from Cafe Brioso because it's right next door to our office downtown. Sure. Um, I love Crimson Cup. Uh, as far as like the the bigger guys go, stops. Um, I bought some Thunderkiss earlier this year because they started oh. doing some home delivery I love uh, Thunderkiss. options. Yeah, and, yeah. and um, Roosevelt as well. Uh, pretty pretty close to home. Uh, I don't know if you guys know Kenny, the the uh, I know head honcho. I know of Roosevelt, but we haven't been there yet. Yeah. Yeah, the, the location downtown when it opened, it, be, it really quickly became kind of like a community gathering spot um, to the point where like you couldn't walk in there without recognizing like twelve different people, and you can't you can't like walk in and walk out with a coffee. You have to stop and have ten conversations. That's um, awesome. That's yeah, sweet. yeah, re really like a nice community. But they started um, selling bags, uh, and so we, we'd buy like a five pound bag for the office uh, and spend you know two months going through that. But as far as the techniques, I mean, I, I usually I'm making a pot for the whole office, so nothing nothing crazy fancy. It's really just to get get people caffeinated first thing in the morning. Right, right. Gotcha. Get, get going. But yeah, the the coffee pot I have at home, my mom, uh, my mom, my wife <laughs> bought me for Father's Day uh, two year two years ago, and um, it's like it's a ninja model, but it'll do coffee and tea and iced coffee, and it has like an arm for like whipping the foam and espressos and stuff. And I, have, I haven't done that yet, but I have been using it to make iced coffee in the summer. Um, so it's, nice. it's a pretty, pretty nice little machine. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so someday I'll get into the the French press and you know the pour over techniques and all that sort of stuff. But I'm I'm usually just like running out the door, so I just want something fast. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta carve out some time for that stuff. Right. Yeah. Takes yeah. Two minutes. Yeah. The Chemex pour over has been my go-to for a while. That's right been now. a thing nice. lately. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, if you have the time, I highly recommend. <laughs> right. Right. But again, it, I, I, I should get one. It'd be good for like Saturdays and Sundays when things are a little more relaxed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Treat yourself a little bit and chill out. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I'm a, I'm a coffee press junkie myself. But oh, nice. Yeah. I drink one cup of coffee a day, so I make it like perfection. Yeah. Nice, <laughs> nice. I, yeah, I guess I, I guess I'm usually going for quantity and not quality. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in the future, like hopefully, if 2021 works out and whatnot, and everything's still <laughs> kicking, like, uh, like what do you have going on in the, the next fest? Like, what are you excited for? Uh, I'm really excited to just keep working with more roasters outside of Central Ohio and bringing them in because I think locals really like trying things they've never tried before. So mm -hmm. we're constantly like year round talking to roasters um, and kind of convincing them that it's worth worth the trip to come down and sample and, and sell their products. Um, so kind of reaching further and further out into like 
Detroit, Chicago, Pittsburgh, uh, down into Kentucky, Louisville and Lexington, um, and trying to, uh, as best as we can accommodate them to come and, and be able to showcase what they do. Um, but also adding just, you know, more things, more, more interactive, uh, things for people to do there, art installations, uh, exhibits, you know, I, I've even thought it would be fun, you know, someday to add stuff like, um, uh, a Ferris wheel, you know, like a coffee themed Ferris wheel that people can kind of absolutely <laughs> pop, yeah. pop up on that site. Yeah. Cause we have so much room there. Like we're really only using maybe like 40% of that site. I was going to um, say that space is massive. Like that's a really yeah. cool space to have it. Yeah. And they, they've been great to work with. We've had it there all four years at the Ohio village. It supports the, the Ohio history center, which is a great institution. Um, and their, their staff is just great to work with in terms of, you know, volunteers and security and, the parking lot and, and accommodating us in every way. So uh, no plans to move. We, we can keep growing there for a couple more years to come. For sure. How, I mean, realistically, in the next couple of years, how big do you see it or want it to get? Uh, I, we try to be really mindful of like uh, lines and waiting times and stuff like that. So sure. I think if we if we continue to add more things for people to do and more roasters for people to experience, we can add more guests. You, you wouldn't want to have a thousand people in one line to sample right. one roaster, but exactly. if you've got a, a thousand roasters, not, not that it would get that big, but a hundred roasters, then people are kind of spreading out and milling around and you don't really feel like you're um, like at Cedar point or something where you got to stand in line for two hours to, to ride the 60 second roller coaster. Um, two sips of coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the, I mean, the, there's much larger events that are hosted on that site. Like the, um, uh, what's it called? I think it's called like, the Simply Living Festival. Um, but it's like a big sort of like antiquing craft show kind of thing. If you want to buy antiques and they have, I think they have like 50,000 people that come through that thing over the weekend. Wow. Um, yeah. So we, we have a, a pretty good ways to grow. I, I'd love to have, you know, 7,500, 10,000 people, you know, in the next like year or two, uh, as long as we can do it in a, in a safe manner and in a fun sure. manner too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's what I noticed a lot. Like last year, there were so many places to kind of go into, like little houses and then little stands and little activities. There's so much stuff to do. So definitely enough for everyone to do. That was great. Yeah, yeah. And having having a bunch of different roasters from all over the place helps it make make it not seem like it's a big crowd. Right, right. Because so many different people you can go to that we were able to, you know, wait in line for a couple minutes, have a nice conversation with everybody about their coffee. And we weren't holding anybody up and we didn't, you know, there wasn't, there wasn't a, you know, it wasn't a big, huge time to wait for it. And there right. was still a lot of people there. We went on a Saturday at really peak hours. Prime time. Yeah. 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 So yeah, the, the Ohio village is a, a great choice. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun spot. Um, yeah. I, I, we, we want to add some more food too. I think we always underestimate you know, like how much people want to consume food while they're there. And food, food trucks are notoriously slow sometimes to serve people. So, sure. uh, you know, more, more food options, you know, more, more diverse range of uh, those kinds of things for people too. Definitely. Wow, yeah. That's cool. I should, I should add one more thing too about the box. I, I for, forgot to uh, mention um, that's really fun this year because Ohio Village, we always have people asking if they can bring their dogs, and they actually have a no dog policy. 
I think we've seen like one or two people kind of like sneak their small dog in a bag into the festival. <laughs> uh, but like they, they just don't want, you know, the cleanup and the mess and some sure. people are allergic and that sort of stuff. So, we, you know, we would love to have dogs there, but it's the policy of the venue. Um, mm. This year, um, Bark Eats, a local like dog food yep. delivery company, um, mm. we're partnering with them and they're doing like a puppuccino type thing. Like you can get a Starbucks. Nice. Like a little treat. Yeah. That's and funny. so when you're buying your box online, when you're placing your order, you can check a box if you want a puppuccino and it's free. Um, just so that we know who, who's getting them and who, who wants them. And so when you're coming through the drive through and you have your, you can bring your dog with you in the car and get this little treat. And there you uh, go. Yeah. And the, the redemption on that last I looked, it was like 35% of people buying tickets were getting the little dog treat. So yeah, we're that'll definitely. Be very need, popular. <laughs> yeah, need need to take photos, and we'll, we'll have like tons of dog photos this year of just everyone coming through with their their pups. Yeah, so I love it. Huge dog person, so I love it. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Cool. yeah, yeah. Make make sure you you mark that, and uh, if your Absolutely. dogs you know can have it, and for sure, uh, bring them with you. Yeah, I have a pit bull that's a garbage disposal, so she can have it. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. So really looking forward to the boxes and like do you have anything else you want to plug or like any other events or any other situations coming up uh i mean that that's really the main thing for right now um really just focus on making sure that we can put all this stuff together and and make it easy and and nice for everybody and a, a fun experience um you know we're really happy we had a couple sponsors kind of step up to help out this year um experience columbus we've worked with them for a couple of years uh, Stoffs play, has played a big role, so definitely a huge, huge thanks to them. They're, they're, you know, of course that you know they they want to sell their products and stuff, but they're super supportive of the entire coffee community as a whole. Um, yeah, yeah Stoffs is awesome. I yeah. my childhood house was right behind the original roaster, so yeah. <laughs> and oh, they, nice. they've supported nice. us. They've sent us coffee before. Yeah. Yeah, they're oh, awesome. that's great. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out to Mark Swanson. Um, sure. And yeah, Bark Eats, like I just mentioned, uh, Snowville Creamery. Uh, th third wave water over in Dayton. They're providing little uh, like water uh, purification packets that's going into the box. Uh, Sweet. So, oh, nice. Yeah, a lot, lot of cool stuff like that. But you know, this is all on the website too, so people can can see all of the all the details and all the sponsors and everything. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. Right. Very cool, man. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on and. Uh, yeah. Thank you for enduring our technical difficulties. Yeah, thank you uh, so no, much. No, no problem. I, I felt bad yesterday, so I'm glad we got this to work today. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Thank and, you so much for your time. <laughs> and um, we'll see you at the drive-thru. Cool. Or definitely um, next year, yeah, we, will, yeah. uh, we will certainly be there. We'll be there cool. for sure. Uh, yeah. Either way, th thanks thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate yeah. it. Absolutely. Thanks, for, thanks for taking the time, man. Yep. yep. All right. Well, catch you later, man. Later. And, uh, keep your coffee regular, everybody. <laughs> Peace. Peace. <laughs>